Welcome to Unleash Your Greatness. I'm Adam Platt. Today, we're going to be talking about uh, sacrificing the old to bring on the new. And I have a very special guest, my wife, Lacey Platt, on with the show today. So I'm excited about this episode. We're going to talk about what's been going on. And uh, yeah, we're going to get into that right after the introduction. The question people often ask themselves is, is there more for me out there? Am I capable of more, of doing more, of being more, and having greater success in this life? The answer to that question is yes. I believe that everybody has greatness within themselves, and that success leaves clues. And if we can take those clues, we can unlock the greatness within ourselves. I'm Adam Platt, and welcome to Unleash Your Greatness. All right, welcome to Unleash Your Greatness. Uh, like I said, I have my special guest on, my wife. And uh, for those of you who have been following the show, listening to the show, you'll know that my last episode, I actually talked about how my wife and I were getting a divorce. And now I'm happy to announce that we have reconciled and we have come back together and decided to work on our marriage. So I wanted to, to just have... Lacey on, and, and this is going to be more frequent where we, we do shows together, but um, I just wanted to kind of talk about our experience through this whole process and kind of what happened, because a lot of people have questions like, well, what happened? Why are you guys now all sitting back together? And first of all, I want to caveat this with the fact that Lacey and I's process of the divorce has been very unconventional. <laughs> And very non-typical of uh, most people who are going through divorces. We, we from the get-go, we decided to be very respectful of each other, very, um, very cordial through the process. We, we were trying to do it very little um, as far as getting lawyers involved and, and all those types of things. Kind of just, you know, working stuff out with the kids and all the, the house and everything like that. So very unconventional, and lots of people were reaching out, trying to give us advice, telling us family members and friends on, on Facebook, social media, telling us what we need to do, and this and that, and everything. And we kind of just had to ignore a lot of it. And I, I know that that's probably not the best thing for most couples who are going through a, a divorce, because you probably do need to protect yourself and stuff. But, but the thing is about Lacey and I is we knew us better than anyone else knew us. And so... Uh, we we have I guess this this story and there's there's a lot of things that happened. There was some many uh, I guess tender moments that we've had, tender mercies that we felt with each other, and we just want to talk about some of those things that happened through this process. This has been going on since about about May when we we're first you know talking about this. And so it's been about two months that we were kind of going through this process. And throughout this process, we, we had a lot of things that came up. And we really want to talk about, you know, what happened because, uh, well, I'm, I'm going to let Lacey chime in here and, and kind of explain some stuff. But, you know, we really just had a lot of things that we felt needed to happen in order for us to take our relationship to the next level. And so that's really what we want to talk about here. And, and hopefully this is something that one will shed some light on what happened with us. And hopefully 
there's people out there who are listening that need to hear what we have to share. Because I think this relates to a lot of aspects of life, not just about relationships and marriage, but about everything in life when it comes to getting to that next level. And so, um, yeah, we're just going to share our experiences there. So I'm, I'm going to kind of turn the time over to Lacey for a minute and kind of give her two cents about uh, how she felt about the whole process and, and kind of what happened. And I'll, you know, we'll just, we'll go back and forth and kind of share uh, some insights with those who are listening. So I hope you, you enjoy this episode and it, those who are listening will get some insight of how this helped us uh, just really feel like we could take our life to the next level. So, yeah, guys. Hey, it's Lacey. And um, we have said from the very beginning that someday this story is going to be uh, to help somebody else. Like we just knew our experiences in life in general, never mind our, our marriage and raising our kids, but just everything that we're doing at this point in time in our lives is really setting us up to help somebody in the future go through the same thing. And I think that it's pretty amazing when you look back over anybody's life, uh, the struggles that they went through are the best ones that they can teach and help somebody else go through. So um, just to kind of give a background, um, Adam and I have been working on ourselves in personal development for years, if you know our stories, and just um, leveling ourselves up. Like we would do something and we would realize, oh, I got to be at the next level in order to achieve that. And it would take some digging in, some grit, some getting your hands dirty and really like doing the work, right? Figuring out what's holding you back. And um, it, this was no different. This was no different at all. Um, we just had to realize we wanted that next level of life and our marriage was not where it needed to be in order to have that next level of life. And it just became incredibly apparent that we had to make some changes. And honestly, communication is the key in anything, but it's definitely the key in a marriage. You have to be communicating with each other and there was just points in time where we had some resentments and built up feelings uh, for the other person. And we didn't want to hurt their feelings by like venting it on them. So instead, we just held those resentments inside and we didn't talk about it. And that's really where where it all started from. Like we just both had things inside of us that... Um, we hadn't expressed to the other person. Like I said, we didn't want to hurt their feelings. We didn't want to, like, I had a mentor one time. He, he painted a very visual picture. He was like, when you get mad and you scream and yell at somebody, you're basically like uh, vomiting the negativity onto them. And when he said that, I thought, oh, gross, that's so nasty. Like, why would you want to vomit on anybody? Like, you, you get that incredibly strong visual of somebody doing that. And I realized negative words have that impact. Like if you've ever read about the water studies when they talk words into it, or we did a rice experiment as a family years ago where you have two bottles of rice and you say love to one and you say hate to the other. And it's the frequency of your voice and the way that you say it causes the love to stay white and fluffy and, to, and it causes the one that you say hate to to go black and moldy. And it's the same thing, you guys, when you're saying positive things to each other, you're, you're fluffing each other up and you're making each other feel good. But when you say those negative, that negative vomiting negativity onto people, they feel it 
and it causes that black icky yuckiness to grow inside of that person. And um, I guess we just didn't even realize that we were really doing that to each other. We were trying to be so positive and so loving and only ever come to each other with like, hey, you know what? I need help with this. Can you help me? Um, but we weren't really saying the things that really needed to be said. And uh, I mean, I don't know how much you want me to go into right now, but basically like um, drafting up the divorce papers, there was a lot of things that we had to talk about that we hadn't talked about in a really long time. And just having conversations back and forth on those things were really eye-opening because it we at one point we were like why don't we talk about stuff like this anymore like we talk about stuff that contains you know whatever the kids are doing or whatever we talk about that uh we would talk about maybe like you went to this event or i went to that event we would talk about those kind of things but like some of the real i don't know juicy details of life we weren't talking about anymore And we hadn't since we were dating and first married. And, you know, like, I guess in that what they would call maybe a honeymoon phase, we had kind of gotten away from that and just realized why. Why were we doing that? Why weren't we still trying to uh, be loving and and talk on a deeper basis than just your everyday stuff? Yeah. And and I I just want to jump in here real quick and just and just tell you guys how close we actually came to getting a divorce. I mean, the paperwork was signed by both of us. Like we had signed it. All I had to do is be turned in and and then go through the court process. And it, it was a, a done deal. Like it, we, were, we were really, really, really close to having this actually go through. And from my perspective, I think that there was things in my life and in my relationship with Lacey, that I knew that I had to change. And this process forced me to dig deep and look at myself at what could I have done differently? What could I have done better? What, as, as a husband, as a father, where did I miss the boat? And what were things in my life that I needed to change so that things could change? Because if, if if nothing changes, nothing changes, right? And, uh, and and I think Lacey and I would both agree that there was things that we both had to change about ourselves in order to get to a point where we were like, you know what, we if we want this to happen and we want this to to work out, we need to be willing to change. And I I think that that's really what the key message that we really want to say here is. Sometimes you have to, and we're going to get into some of the, the more nitty gritty of, of what happened through this process, but in order to get to that next level, you've got to be willing to leave some things behind. And um, Lacey and I discovered that. And, um, you know, we had, we had a, a friend of ours that we're, we're both connected with. He kind of talked about how maybe our relationship is almost like a Abraham and Isaac scenario. And for those of you who know the story from the Bible, Abraham and Isaac, Abraham was was ordered by the Lord to go up and, and build an altar and sacrifice his only son Isaac, right? Uh, not his only son, but his son from the the wife that he he wanted a, a son from the most. 
who would be his birthright. Like Isaac was his his birthright, was going to get his birthright. And Abraham was so obedient that he was willing to do it. And then at the last minute before he sacrificed Isaac, the Lord stopped him just to kind of prove that he was willing to do what it took. And we almost feel like that that's what had to happen with our marriage and our relationship was the the things that we went through, we were almost tested of how badly do you guys want to get to that next level? And are you willing to sacrifice the old ways of thinking, the old ways of doing things to get to that next level? And and we we did like we we some of the things that we've had to talk about like like you said like we had to have some difficult conversations throughout this process and you know many of them would turn into discussions that we you know at this point we're just like well I have nothing to lose blah here's how I feel or here's what I'm thinking or you know whatever and there's things that came out that man we never would have shared with each other in the past because we were like, like you said, afraid that we would hurt the other person's feelings or we just didn't want to feel like we were just vomiting on them or things like that. But what we realized is we can have those difficult conversations, but do it from a place of love and not from a place of resentment that maybe they were coming from in the past. And and that's not an easy thing. Like, I mean, I don't know, Lacey, it's, it, it, it takes work, right? It takes a lot of work and it also takes, like he said, a perspective of like, he's not trying to hurt me. He's just trying to tell me something and I, I can't jump on the defensive and be like, oh no, he's going to criticize me or he's going to say something hurtful and like write the story of what I think he's going to tell me before he even says anything, you know, which looking back on it now is exactly what we were doing. We um, had not always been incredibly supportive of each other's decisions, business-wise or whatever. And we would come to each other and say, hey, you know, I need help with this or whatever, or I want to do this. And the other one would be like, I don't think that's going to work, or maybe you should do it this way. And even though it was said like that, uh, we would take it as, um, oh, they think I'm stupid or I'm dumb or I don't know what I'm doing or, you know, whatever. And we would we would jump on the defense and just literally tell ourselves that the other person was being mean instead of approaching it from the perspective of he loves me and he's just telling me he does not know how to do that in this moment and this other way he does know how to do so he can help me with that. And I think we just came to a a point of discovery and realizing that, you know, you say things to people And it's almost in passing, like you don't really think about it too heavily. You just say something and you don't mean it as hurtful or derogatory or condescending, but that other person, because of the place that they're in, takes it that way and they're very offended or hurt by it. And I think that's just where we had gotten to. It it wasn't like we were ever really saying anything nasty or hurtful or hard to each other. It was just uh, misunderstandings, you know, taking it the wrong way. Or uh, maybe we were stressed out from something totally different, the kids or work or, you know, whatever happened in life. And then that person said that thing at just the wrong time, just that wrong time, you know, that happens sometimes. And, and then you just 
go all like in your head and say, oh my gosh, they were so mean. And it's like you had, if you had to tell somebody that story, when you told them the story, they would be like, well, that wasn't that bad. And then you're going, oh yes, it is. It's so bad. And blah, 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 blah. Well, you didn't really receive it from the place that it was given. Yeah. And, and again, one of the hardest things about this process was that self-evaluation of, at least for me, like what did I do to make this happen, to get to this point? And really like looking back, like the things that, because I've done things to hurt Lacey in our, our relationship. There's things that I'm not perfect and I've done things that have been, you know, not great and vice versa. Both of us have done things that, that hurt us, whether intentionally or unintentionally. And uh, there's there's been things that we've had to really take a hard look at ourselves and be like, how can I change this? And how can I um, improve for the future so that these types of things don't happen? Whether it's a relationship with us together or apart, you know, kind of viewing that because we still obviously we have kids. So we had to interact with each other. Um but also in other relationships and, and it could be any relationship. It could be relationship with your kids. It could be relationship with your parents, siblings, with friends, coworkers, uh, your teams, anybody. And, and really do that self-evaluation of what can I do better to improve upon this? And, uh, that's not always an easy thing to do. And, you know, that's one of the biggest things that I learned from this is I have to be willing to look at that and make those changes or, you're just going to keep repeating the same things over and over again. And, uh, and, and again, you have to be willing to sacrifice something in order to get to that next level. And, and it may be habits. It may be, you know, old perspective or train of thoughts or mindset that you have to put behind you, but you have to be willing to sacrifice something. And in our case, we feel like we really had to sacrifice our old relationship and build a new one. And it, and it's been amazing because since we decided to come back together, it's almost like we're newlyweds again. It's almost like we're dating again. And it's been really kind of fun and, um, you know, and exciting. And we're talking about things that we haven't talked about in, in years. And it's like we had to get to that point so low that we were willing to decide that we needed to change. And uh, I think it goes for anything in life that we need to uh, sometimes get to that level where we're willing to say, hey, I need to sacrifice my old ways in order to get to a new way in life and level up your life. And uh, so I, I guess, um, you know, another thing that I, w- I kind of want to talk about, and Lacey and I, you know, we both can share our perspective on this, is is having faith because one thing that we we really learned throughout this is having faith and taking listening to those inspired actions and and you know Lace and I are very religious we're very active in our church and we're Christian and so we feel a lot of it inspiration came from our heavenly Father but um, you know you can call it intuition you can call it inspiration you can call it you know the universe talking whatever it is that you talk or tell you believe in. But make sure that you're listening to those times where you feel that calling or that inspiration in your life because lots of times we'll ignore it and just think, oh, that's not going to work. That's not going to, 
you know, fix anything. And as Lacey and I went through this process, we had to listen a lot to those inspired um, little promptings that we had. And they turned into some beautiful moments that we've had. Even even before we were coming back together, we, we still thought we were separating. We were going to get a divorce. But we had these tender little moments. And we won't get into all that. There's, some of those are very um, dear to us and we'll probably only share with, you know, certain people. But... Um, yeah, just take those inspired steps and those inspired actions as you go through your life and make sure that you're listening to those um, whenever you can, whenever you find them. And uh, so I, I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, definitely. We had um, a lot of, I mean, a big part of this process, I believe, was a faith building exercise. <laughs> and like that's the simplest way to say it. But our faith had to be leveled up our relationship with um yeah like if you call it a universe a god a power something that's bigger than you are if you believe in something that's bigger than you are you have to build a relationship with that and realize that you're receiving inspiration to take steps and we if you guys knew us at all um i had a lot of friends say this to me she was like they would be like you guys have the best relationship ever. Like this is a really big shock. Like we didn't expect this coming at all. And on the outside, it looked like we had the most amazing re relationship. And that's because we've put in a lot of years of work on building our relationship and making it better and better and better. But here's the thing, you guys, we had one more level and I'm not saying it's the final one. There will be more levels, but this one was a big one. And we had to be willing, like Adam said, to sacrifice the pre previous level of our marriage for this next one because it's a big. And we don't even understand how big yet. And that's uh, another um, part where we're going to have to just take that leap with faith that we can understand and and receive inspiration on how to take this, how to take more steps to get to this higher level because it still feels like um, I have a visual in my head, but like if you have a really big stare, it's almost like a mini stare that's going to help you take that big step because it's so big. You almost need a little bit of help. And if you like a mountain climb or anything, you kind of understand what I'm telling you in terms of like, you can see a good foothold and it's a little bit further away from you than you can just reach with one, like one kick out of your leg but you can see a, a kind of semi foothold and you have to take that semi foothold to get to the really good foothold that you can see that you know is going to be solid that you can put all of your weight on. And that's where we feel like we are right now is we're kind of in that limbo still taking this big step because it is so big that we don't even comprehend exactly how big yet, but we know and that we had to sacrifice and leave, like burn the boats, right? Just burn everything so that we couldn't go backwards and go forward. And that was kind of the commitment we had to make, not only to each other, but to our higher power. Our We call him Henfley Father. We had to contract with him and say, hey, we want that next level. And this is, you know, how willing we are. Uh, there was a time when I felt... Uh, this question popped into my head of how bad do you want it? And because I was praying and saying, please, please help me get to this next level. I want to level up my life. I want 
all the blessings that I know that you have in store for me. And uh, I want it. I want it really bad. And I remember just, I was um, just sitting there one time and, and the question popped into my head, how bad do you want it? And I remember at the time thinking, oh my gosh, so bad, like really, really bad. Like, I don't know how to express how bad I want this. But that, that was like the prayer in my heart was that I just, I really, really wanted it. And so when the promptings and like the, the steps kept coming to me of this is the direction you need to go and it needs to be filing for a divorce, it was really incredibly hard. And like I said, a lot of my friends were very surprised and asking me like, are you sure you guys seem so happy? You guys have such an amazing life together. Your kids are so fantastic. Like, why would you sacrifice? Like, why would you not sacrifice? They didn't say that word, but they said, why would you ruin all of that? And at the time I remember thinking, I'm not ruining anything. <laughs> like I'm going to make myself better. My relationship with my kids is going to still stay amazing and get better. Like everything in my mind was going to just be better. I didn't feel like I was ruining anything. And I just kept uh, getting that same advice over and over. Like Adam said, we kind of had people coming and and giving us advice that, you know, they were just trying to help. They were just trying to help us understand the the magnitude of our decision. Like, however, whatever kind of words you want to put with that, just trying to help us understand and caution us and maybe even try to talk us out of it. <laughs> I do feel like there's quite <laughs> a few people whose intentions were for that. However, I do feel like incredibly strongly that I was following the promptings I was being given to, to end it. Like that was in my mind, that was the only way this could work out. The only way I could get, uh, the things that I was feeling and and being shown to the direction I was supposed to go. The only way I could do that, uh, was for my marriage to be no more. And it was, like I was so calm and so at peace. There were so many times when Adam would be like, are you like, like he would think I was just being mean or heartless or um, I can't remember some of the words that you used, but he's just like, you're not showing any emotion. Does this not hurt you? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, you don't even see the times when I fall apart and I cry and I plead and I beg and I ask, are you sure? in my prayers, in my heart all the time, but he wasn't seeing any of that. And the reason he wasn't is because I was feeling so peaceful and so calm in the direction that I was headed. And that was because I knew that I was listening with faith to those steps that I needed to be taking. And there was no questioning it. Like I just knew that that was the direction I was supposed to be, go to be going at that time and um, didn't have any of the anxieties like right there in front of him about those decisions. And, um, I'm sure he can share his perspective on that. <laughs> um, but yeah, just very different, like varying, uh, emotions and, and yeah. ways that we handled it very, very differently. Like we took two incredibly different paths, which taught us a lot about each other and, um, also about marriage in general. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it was probably the hardest time I've ever felt in my life. And I, I think Lacey, 
even though I didn't see it, she probably felt the same way. It, it was a trying time in our life. And, and that month and a half, two months, it was just brutal. Like it was, it was tough. It was hard. And uh, a lot of stress, a lot of feelings, a lot of emotion. And uh, so I guess the last thing I want to kind of share, and, and Lacey and I can just kind of spitfire back and forth a little bit, is, is that last like decision to switch back to being back together and there's you know we won't go into all the detail because there's there is some some tender things in there and some spiritual things that we we feel like is maybe more for more intimate um conversation conversation uh rather than just putting it out there for everybody but you know um you know the time came like i i felt like adam just signed the paperwork and give it back to Lacey, and so that's what i did i gave it back to her and uh and she kind of looked at it and said, well, uh, would you be willing to have one of my friends just review it to just make sure we're not, you know, messing something up? Because we did it all online. Uh, Lacey filled it out all online and we just kind of tried to do the best we could. So we didn't have to get a lawyer to review it and all that stuff. We just tried to keep it as simple as possible. And I basically said, nope, just just turn it in. <laughs> like, let's just get it done. If this is what you want, then let's get it done. And uh, that led to a little bit of a... Uh, a fight I guess she was she was saying you know she was gonna change all the paperwork and and you know ask for all this additional stuff that wasn't in the paperwork at first and things and I said well I'm gonna get a, a lawyer then and and it kind of caused this little bit of contention between us and uh, and finally we just had to back off and just say let's think about this for a minute and um, anyways we we kind of we talked a little bit and uh it, the came, the time came, and, and Lacey can share kind of her perspective. She can jump in at any time. Uh, where our our daughter, our second daughter, uh, was going on a, a girls' camp for our church. She was leaving, uh, and uh, Lacey took her to drop her off for camp. And at this point, I was kind of like, "I'm done. Like I'm out. Like this." This is, I'm just, I'm ready to be done with all this. Yeah, one of the last things he said to me was, I'm going to get my own lawyer, I'm going to draft up my own papers, and I'm going to have him serve you. And I was like, oh, okay. That was that was a little bit of a, a tinge of like a stab in the heart, right? <laughs> and I just, yeah, I went to drop off our second oldest daughter, and um, I gave her a hug, and I said, have fun. You know, remember who you are be strong because you're amazing. And I knew she was being put in charge of some of the younger girls and she had just prepared amazing fun things for them to do. And I was like, you're going to do amazing because you're, you are amazing. And I remember I just, I looked at her and I was like, if I stand here one more second, I'm just going to start bawling like a baby. (laughs) And so I gave her one last hug and I said, you got this just go be amazing. And, um, and I kind of turned to, to walk away at that point. Cause like I said, I was on the verge of tears and I didn't want to break down in front of all the, the moms and the daughters and, and all the, I guess there was parents, you know, so there was some men there too, but I didn't want to like break down and start crying in front of everybody. Cause there was only just a, maybe a handful of people who knew at this point. Hey, it's Adam Platt, and I just wanted to jump in here real quick and say, if you're ready to really unleash the greatness within yourself today 
and you're ready to surround yourself with like-minded people who are going to help you grow and cheer, cheer you on towards your goals to higher success and achievement, then I've created a free community called Unleash Your Greatness with Adam Platt on Facebook. Come and join that community. It's free. You can come and join today. And uh, it's again, it's called Unleash Your Greatness with Adam Platt. And people on that community are going to help. I'm in there. I'm going to be commenting and giving free resources on things that can help you grow and succeed in life. So come join today and we will see you on the inside. And so, um, and, and some perspective real quick or some, some backstory is Lacey was leaving the next day, moving out of the house to go live with a friend. So this would be the last time that she would see our daughter I was gonna, for a little while until she was able to move up, get an apartment of her own and, and be closer to us so that we could start doing the back and forth with child, um, uh, visitations or whatever it's called, uh, custody and, and all that. So, uh, anyways. yeah, I was going to get to that, but that's okay. So yeah. So as I turned to, uh, to walk away, she kind of grabbed my arm and pulled me into a hug. And she said, um, she said, she said to me, she said, I guess you won't be home when I get, when I get back. And it was true. The next day I was supposed to be moving out. I had all of my stuff packed, ready to go. And I had a friend who, lived down in, in Salt Lake and I was going to be headed down there to live with her for at least a couple of weeks, if not longer. And so she knew that the week she was gone for camp, I would be gone, you know, when she got home and she didn't know when she was going to get to see me again. And so I said to her, I said, hopefully it'll only be for a couple of weeks. I think I've got to come back up and help dad with some financial stuff. We still had to figure out how to either sell the house, refinance the house. There was just some question marks there that we were going to have to figure out. And so I told her, I, you know, I'll be back in a couple of weeks at least to help dad figure out all that stuff. And, um, and she kind of looked a little like, okay with that, like relieved a little bit from that information, but I could just tell she was on the verge of tears and I was too. And so I, I squeezed her hand and I walked away and I went over to talk to somebody else and I was just like, I couldn't hold the tears back anymore. I started to cry. I had my sunglasses on, thank goodness. So the next person I went to talk to didn't know. Um, but I felt very prompted to go and talk to somebody about uh, my other girls. They were they had an activity for, um, for their age group that day that was going to be at the pool and... I was going to be not home. So I was like, I need somebody to bring them home from that activity. And so I walked over and asked this lady if she would be willing to bring the girls home after the activity. And she said, yes, of course, you know, no problem. And I said, thank you, which I really, really appreciated because uh, it was it was bigger than she knows. It was bigger than I know. But the the help that she offered at that point in time was very pivotal in, in the outcome of, of us getting back together. But it was just, uh, another emotional like trigger of I'm going to (laughs) cry. So I walked away and at this point the tears are coming down my face so much that the sunglasses aren't even hiding it. And I jump in the car and drive back home and in pulling into the driveway, just had the realization of, this is going to be one of the last times I pull into this driveway, like getting out of the car, getting in, walking into the house. Like all of it was just like, 
this is so um, final, so permanent, like just these thoughts of not being, not living here anymore. We've lived in this house for 20 years and, uh, you know, you go to the store and you come back home on autopilot, you know where you live and just realizing that I wasn't going to be doing that anymore. It just really hit me like all at once right then. And I walked in the door and I remember, um, Adam had, didn't have a meeting or anything. So he walked out of the office just about the time I walked into the house and he looked at me and he just like kept walking and he came back to go back into the office. And I said, Hey, can we talk? And he said, he, he was kind of upset and, and I don't, I don't know what kind of place he was in, but he said, no, I don't want to talk right now. And I just looked at him and I said, can you please not? I really need to talk to you right now. And he knows me so well that he knew that meant, hey, this is important. And we were able to sit down and have a really great conversation. And it all stemmed from me like opening up and being super vulnerable about dropping off our daughter and having that all the realizations that hit me in that moment of how final this decision that we were making really was. Yeah. So we, we kind of refer to that, that moment where we started talking as kind of our coming to Jesus meeting. <laughs> and, uh, it really was because we really, and again, we are religious, we are Christian. We really did have to come to Christ and decide what do we want and are we willing to sacrifice our old relationship for this new one? And, and so through some, some spiritual experiences, again, we're not going to go into a lot of detail here, um, between that, that time that we talked as well as the next day, we determined that we were supposed to stay together and we, at that point, recommitted to each other that divorce was off the table now forever. <laughs> right. Yeah. And it was like, it, it was, you have like put your marriage on that altar you have shown you've held that knife over it and you have shown that you're willing to sacrifice it and that's good enough for me like we really felt like we had that confirmation of you have shown that you're willing to sacrifice who you were what you were doing how you were doing it all of the things that i've asked you to sacrifice you've done it you've you've shown that you're willing to and and that was really yeah our come to jesus moment that's that's what we called it because it was, we were so broken and so at our lowest points that there really was nowhere else to go but up. Yeah. And so uh, luckily we had those those experiences as hard as it was. We're so glad now that we went through that and just made the decision to move forward and sacrifice that old life. So I, I guess the message from this all, all of this. Number one, we wanted to share kind of our story, what happened, why we decided to stay together with those who listen and those who we know and and, and people who can just understand kind of where we're coming from. Because I'm sure there's people who are scratching their head like, why are they going back together and, and all that? Uh, so we wanted to share that with, with everybody. But the thing we really want, the main message we want you as a listener to get from this is what do you need to give up? What are you willing to sacrifice to get to that next level in your life? 
What are you willing to stop doing that's not serving you anymore? What are you willing to change to get to that next level? And those are not easy questions to ask. And it's hard, really hard to look at yourself and say, what am I doing that's not serving me? What am I doing that needs to change? But man, is it worth it? And I'm telling you, like Lacey and I, we're like teenagers again. It's so crazy and it's fun and we've been going on dates and, and we've been, it's just, it's a whole new experience that we have discovered in our relationship that honestly, I would say it's probably in a better place than we've ever been in our entire time that we've known each other. Um, it's beautiful. It's, it's wonderful. It's not perfect. Uh, I don't want to paint this picture that it's all bliss and beautiful and perfect because we're still human. We're still going to make mistakes. We're still going to do stupid things. Uh, me especially, but you know, we have decided that we're going to, be patient with each other. We're going to work with each other. We're going to, you know, speak and communicate from a place of love and not from a place of uh, resentment. And that we'll listen to the other per- people, the other person's feelings and thoughts and, and not judge on so harshly on what they're telling us. And just know that, understand that they're telling us those things from a place of love and not from a place of, you need to change and you need to be different and, you know, um, it's just, it's, it's amazing. And so, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to let Lacey kind of jump in here in a second and just kind of give her two cents. But I guess my, my question for you is what do you need to give up? What do you need to change to get to that next level? Or maybe it's a habit, maybe it's a mindset, maybe it's a way you think or perspective that you have on life. And it doesn't need to be about relationships. It can be about anything, about your business, about your personal growth. It, it could be about your, uh, you know, how you feel about yourself, how you feel about your talents that you have. Everybody has talents. That's what this show is all about. Unleashing your greatness is everybody has greatness within themselves. What do you need to give up to get that greatness to come out in you? And so that's what I want you, my main message from this, on top of just announcing that Lacey and I are working on ourselves, on our relationship and our marriage to create something beautiful, more so than we've ever had before, I want you to understand that sometimes you have to give things up to get to that next level. Yeah, definitely. Like I said, a lot of we surprised a lot of people in terms of uh, announcing this that we were thinking about getting a divorce because it our relationship was so amazing. I mean, we had people who um, would would always ask us, you know, what do you guys do to make your relationship so amazing? How do you guys serve each other? What do you do for each other, you know, as coaches? And we're coaching our clients. We had a lot of questions on that. And we always would talk about marriage as being, um, you know, so amazing and so incredible. And people were very shocked that they were like, well, you were teaching about how to make a marriage amazing. Why weren't you guys following your own advice? We were following our own advice. It just wasn't the advice we needed to get ourselves to this next level. What we knew previously 
got us to the level that we were, which, like I said, on the outside looked amazing and great and like we couldn't level up. But you guys, everyone has that next level. Everyone has another level that they can have if they choose to. And that's the thing is we all have a choice and we could have stayed in the life that we had and we would have been happy. We would have been really happy, you guys, but we chose to be like incredibly happy, like blissful happy. And that meant sacrificing everything that we thought we knew because you're like a teenager and you know everything, right? And you realize in, in, in growing up a little bit that you don't know everything, that there's another level to finances, to um, relationships, to knowledge in general, to like, there's just always another level that you have to look for and then choose to step into. It's not, um, trying to think of the, a great word to how to put this, but you are happy. I'm sure in certain areas of your life, but I'm guessing most people have one area or more that could use some work. And those are the areas that we're saying, look at and figure out how to change those. How do you level up? How do you give up something that you're doing to do something more? And I'm not just saying like, give up negative things all the time. It's almost like better, best, right? Or like you have two choices and they're both good. How do you choose? Because either one is good, but it's just, is this one good and serving me or is this one good and not serving me? And a lot of times, if you really look at it, you'll realize it's good, but it's not really serving me. It's not causing me to grow. It's not causing me to expand and to learn and to try something new and really go outside of my comfort zone. And if you're not doing that, then that level of your life need or that area of your life needs to be leveled up. And that's what we're talking about right now is just finding that level that you're at and the level that you want to go to and then taking the steps to get yourself there. Because um, somebody said to us, they're like, uh, how would you explain to somebody really in like one one sentence or something? And what we said was, it feels like we renewed our marriage. Like we got divorced from our old marriage and we stepped into and got remarried. And somebody was like, well, you should do like a a renewal of your vows type ceremony. And we thought a lot about that. And we actually are going to be having a big celebration where we invite almost everybody we know to come celebrate with us because we do want to do that. We do feel like we have stepped out of that old way of being that old relationship and we're stepping into something so totally new that yeah, we feel like newlyweds. We we hold hands and we we hug and we kiss more often and our kids are kind of grossed out. But you know what? That's what parents do, right? <laughs> but we go on date nights and we um we had a fun night the other night where I was in a hotel room and he came and joined me. You know, it's just renewing that, rekindling that fire that we had let 
dim and didn't realize, but needed some restoking, some new wood, right? Something to get us back to where we used to be talking like we used to, treating each other like we used to from a love place of love and understanding. Yeah. So awesome. Uh, I, I hope that if you've listened to this, that this is just to help give you some perspective of, of what we went through as well as some self-evaluation of where maybe you need to do some changing in your life where you feel like maybe there's something more out there for me. And uh, to just kind of wrap things up, I just, number one, I want to say thank you for my wife, Lacey, joining me today and kind of explaining her perspective and the things that we went through. And uh, just just being able to share this episode with her has been and super fun and, and kind of reannouncing that we're back together is always a good thing. And so I just want to say thank you to her and let her know how much I love her. And I'm so grateful for her and that we're, we're back together and working on our marriage is just amazing. And, uh, and I also just, as I always say, when I wrap up each show, go out there, unleash your greatness, live your life to the fullest and we will see you in future episodes. And See you later. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining me today. And I really appreciate you being here. And do me a favor. If you like this episode, please be sure to subscribe on your favorite uh, platform that you listen to podcasts on. And also leave me a message or a comment or a review. I, I just really appreciate it. Also, why I've got you here, if you are ready to take your life to the next level, I have a, an amazing program right now that's called Achievement Monthly. And this is a monthly program where you can come and learn every month from me, Adam Platt, Achievement Coach. And we're going to go, li- I'm going to go live every month. Come on and help you get to that next level in life, that next level of success, that next level of achievement. Because, you know, up till now, you've, you've done so well and you've done all you can. But sometimes you just need a little bit more help, a little bit more um, to get you to that next level. And that's what this program is really meant to be. And so it's uh, designed to help you, one, learn what you need to do to get to that next level. And two, it's also meant so that you can uh, network with other people. So we're going to train for about an hour, hour and 15 minutes. And then we're going to break out into groups so that you can network with other people, get to know them and connect with them so that they can help support you in your goals, your dreams, and create the life that you want. So if you are interested in joining that program for only $39 a month, you can go and register at arisetoconnect.com slash achievement. And I am so excited to see you there and to help you get to that next level in life because, man, that's where everything starts to go right and happen for you. So go again, register right now at arisetoconnect.com slash achievement. And I look forward to seeing you on the inside of that program and every month so that we can get you working towards that goal and that dream life that you want. Thanks and have an amazing day. Go out and make your life what you want it to be.